There we go. <laughs> hey, what's going on, guys? Phil here with podcast number 199. Like I say, welcome to everyone out there. Hopefully, you're having a great day, night, morning, wherever you are in the world. It is time for another podcast. I haven't done one of these in a while, and I'm actually going to be doing something a little bit different. I'm going to be doing community questions. That's right. We haven't done this uh, in a long time, and actually, this used to be sort of a go-to for us uh, pretty often. I think we we did it back in the day. Um, obviously, a lot earlier in the podcast and like back in early, you know, uh, MWO development. So I figured, why not do it tonight? and uh, ask you guys what you guys want to talk about specifically. So uh, there's two ways we're going to be going about this. Um, one, you can uh, say hello in chat, ask a question that way. Maybe there's a topic and it doesn't even have to be MWO related. Uh, or um, you can hop on uh, Discord, hop down to the ready room. If you have a question, just X up on Twitch chat. I'll pull you up. Uh, obviously, and we'll have a discussion and then maybe ro rotate on to the next person. But uh, yeah, like I say again, welcome to everyone out there. Hopefully you're having a great day, night, morning. Uh, Okami says, hello. Hey, Phil and chat. Two streams going on, two computers next to each other. Oh my. Hello, sir, to uh, Zavak. Is that how you pronounce that? I don't want to mess that up. I apologize. But yeah, just want to say again, uh, welcome to everyone out there. Um, we've been having some fun playing some... Well, we did some Halo earlier today. We've done uh, some Mech Warrior online, of course, Battletech. We've also played a slew of other games, including a lot of Warhammer titles, uh, Star Wars. Uh, I mean, you name it, we've been actually sort of branching out. Um, I've really actually been enjoying a lot of the games. Speaking of which, let me go ahead and I'll pull up uh, specifically what titles and their names. Maybe we can just sort of talk about those. Uh, for a bit. But anyways, this is community questions. So hit me up with questions. Let me know what is on your mind. What specifically do you want my give or take about? And uh, we'll see if we can go from there. But um, recent games, of course, we've done some Dawn of War. Um, we talked about this a lot on the uh, stream specifically, but I feel like I haven't played Dawn of War 3, but I've definitely watched it when it first launched. And Looking at the mod scene for Dawn of War, I look at the Dawn of War Apocalypse mod, which looks fantastic, albeit it it's not it doesn't change the campaign. It changes multiplayer and like the skirmish maps and stuff like that. It gets pretty crazy. You can see that the engine and how old it is, they're stressing it out, but it's amazing to see like a modding community take such an old game and still want to play it and push and create and create you know content for it so that's been pretty awesome um all right so first question uh fairly simple from didachi uh says paul posted psr ratings and tightening up do you think this is somewhat premature and they would have been better served putting new cadets in tier five rather than three to tighten up matchmaking while the tiers settle oh man okay so do I think it's premature? Let me, let me go ahead and parse that out. Um, probably not, uh, per se. I think, I think, and this sort of goes back to like where sort of everyone, right? They put everyone mid tier three. So they know anybody coming back to the game, it's right in the middle. Actually, you get a little bit of a bonus, right? I mean, if you're upwards trending or downward trending, um, 
I don't think it's too soon. I think if anything, they wanted uh, more separation, but I mean, that requires matches, right? It took me 76, 77 matches to go from where I was to just getting into tier one. So I don't know how quickly you could reverse that. I think I was, uh, so Re <laughs> Reckless was doing that stuff last night, seeing how quickly, so it'd be interesting hearing from him. Um, as far as cadets are concerned, it's tough. I don't think it would have been bad putting them in five, right? Because then that that way they're going up against people that aren't necessarily too high skilled. Tier three, they can still go against someone like myself, right? I've been playing the game for you know eight years. Is that fair? Now, obviously, if it's going to automatically sort of drop them down. They're probably going to get their ass kicked for, you know, a handful. And that's where I think the 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 real question is, Daidachi, is having the cadets at level three, is that is that a good experience for them? And I think that's where, I think if I was to say, if there was to be a change, I would say put them in tier, uh, tier four. Now, the reason why I say not five is, and I can sort of see this is, that's a long way to potentially climb. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's what's tough. I mean, not everyone coming in is going to, um, you know, trend downwards. There are some people that could totally trend upwards. Right. Um, so I don't think it's premature. Um, I wonder if he meant three weeks instead of it, when he said, we'll look back and sort of see the differences. And he said three months with the changes to PSR. So I don't know. That's it's an interesting question. But as far as like they have the numbers, if everyone's trending three, you know, still whether they're five or three, I guess it doesn't really matter, except for right now they tighten the groups to only one. So three, they're going up against two or four. Right. So I don't think it's a bad thing for cadets starting where they are now, but definitely when they were going up against potentially players, they shouldn't. That's that's a little bit different. Next question, uh, just do five, well. It's more of an answer. Uh, 2021 says just do five placement matches and what the placement for initial tier either two, three, four, um, and one. Are, well, remember too, you do get a boost for the X amount of matches you're in. So there's that. Um, Hoodie says, what about an approach like Overwatch? Have placement matches to see their initial level. I think that sort of basically th that's already in the system um right where they starting at three just think of it now now uh, a player will only from three to two and three to four so that's actually i don't think that's a bad thing for a new player and if they so happen to drop down to four then they're going up against someone who's three and someone who's five so i don't think like that's a bad thing and guys there's a big difference in my opinion of someone who's actually a a tier three and a tier one player i i do think it's not huge like you could take someone that has ten thousand matches and is still a tier three player and that's not bad but there's a big difference between that person and generally speaking their situational awareness and their ability to know when to push when to apply pressure and that's really the difference i would say between someone that's a tier three tier two and tier one is of course builds come a long way but yeah 
Um, Kagru says, I think the gates and timers were probably cut too soon. Not a whole lot of population filled T1 matches. But see, I don't think it's a problem. Uh, really, I don't I don't think there's any difference, uh, Kag, and this is why. And, and I was sort of explaining this on the stream yesterday, which was we were always going to have issues with just only having tier one players. So what's interesting is a drastic reduction in tier one players just happened, especially considering that graph. That graph before there was around 7,200 or 7,400 tier one players. Now, according to that graph, there was what, like 500 or something like that or something at the end. Okay. So that's a drastic reduction. Those players that were in tier one, guess what, are still tier two, tier three. So your your quality of matches aren't going to shift drastically. Now, I will say I did notice that after Paul made those changes yesterday, uh, and for those that are wondering, it's basically where there's only one deviation. So tier two and tier one uh, matches. And if it can't find a match within four minutes, then it starts opening to tier three. I did notice a difference. And it was night and day it it, it it was one of those situations where you definitely had to be on point a little bit higher in my opinion i noticed it um and it was right after i read that post and those matches i was getting after that post you were having to try harder right which is what you want in that case right so yeah, and, and I think that's what you would expect, CAG, right? Like tier two, your tier two players, when they're going up against someone who's tier three, you can, the tier two players are expected to do better. That's how the system works, right? But yeah, I would say your tier one matches that I was guaranteed, tier two, tier one, that was kicking off, were, were there was a difference. Um, all right, uh, Dadeshi says, separate question. You've discussed uh, broadening your scope game-wise to non-Battletech titles. You've had a few months now of playing different things. Where do you see your future path for channel growth? And what upcoming titles do you think are going to be key for you to grow and develop your channel? Ooh, that's a deep question. All right, uh, so let me, go, let me go ahead and dive into the first part of that question, or sort of like me wanting to branch out scope and game-wise. Yeah, I, I definitely have wanted to do that. And and there's a few reasons. One, I think the channel will only grow by spreading out, hands down. There's a ceiling to the MechWare community, and that's, I would say, mainly due to just how many people there are watching on Twitch, okay? Um, I don't think this I've hit the ceiling on YouTube at all, and I haven't really been pushing content on YouTube. And that's another discussion, so that could be a question. Um, but now that I've been playing a few different things, where do I see the channel growth? Um, surprisingly, a lot of Warhammer titles been very popular, which I guess maybe not so surprising because very passionate crowds. Probably the same um, age group and demographic. It's an older IP as well. And also too is think of the people that are invested in Warhammer that have minis and have been playing, probably have a little bit more money than you know your 18 year old or so forth. Um, so investment, so that's not surprising. Um, I really like what we've been doing is sort of branching out like destiny is really fun, but you know, it's one of those things where is that like a daily, do I want a daily or do I just want to play something like halo where halo three comes out, we play it, we knock through it and then we move on. And I've actually been really enjoying that. Now, as far as channel growth, that's a bigger, broader question because I'm very aware of when we play a game, like for instance, when I did um, 
uh, Warframe, but I did it at nights and we were having um, lower viewership, right? But I've also noticed it's been lower viewership regardless, except for like MWO. And I think obviously there's a reason for that. So as far as key to success, um, I think the reality of it is, is to continue having my foot in the door with obviously the MechWarrior community. And that's why this Saturday, when I did those community drops with you guys, I tested the waters and then Monday I tested and then Tuesday is because I wanted to know, is there still a desire from you guys and can I play the game and just let go of my concerns as far as not letting it dictate my, my attitude towards it and me just what am i what is my purpose and, and i it, it took me a bit it took me a, a bit to and i and where this sort of came about that actually and this is sort of a heinz like a round circle um is when i did that last video about mechware 5 dlc and i got some mixed reactions from the video because i think a lot of people because i asked and a lot of people said no i think you were just honest and you're frustrated and I am, but I don't want to be that where that is, that's not a quality that I want. And, and I'm not saying I lie to everyone or lie to myself, but if I'm playing a game and all it is, is creating me angst and frustration, maybe that game is not meant for me and, or maybe I need to move on. And so that sort of was that's why I didn't play MWO for well over a month. And I had to uh, find my center, if you will, whatever kind of word you want to use. Um, I had to realize that, you know, there are people that are new to the game and I can still be a part of the community. And there are people that want to see me play. And I do generally enjoy the matches. Like you guys watch me uh, for the past few days. Um, I don't mind discussion, but I'm not going to harp. We can't control what we can't control. And I think that's a very important thing for me. Uh, and and I've, I've said that so many times. That's how I handle things in real life. If I can't control it, I'm not going stress to stress it. I can't control the development of MWO. Neither can you. I'm not going to sit around and complain and, 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 and gripe and bicker, I guess. It is what it is. I'm okay with acknowledging that, you know, like... I don't think MWO is going to get anything. I think the only thing we're getting is sales. The only reason we got changes to PSR and zero sum is because uh, PGI's hand was forced. That's not a critique. That's not a, that's not a, a slap at them. That's just reality. And um, so sort of where do I see my path and uh, what upcoming titles? I just want to sort of give you a background of how I was feeling Daidachi when it came to that. Um, as far as upcoming titles, I think uh, um, the Star Wars um, Squadron is going to be fantastic. Um, you know, we got it ready. Uh, you know, as far as other titles, oh man, and and this is this is going to sound bad, but this is also why I feel like it's so important for me to branch out because I. Like, how many games have you guys brought up? And I'm like, oh, I haven't played that. So you say future titles. What future titles? Phantom Brigade, that's coming out. That's the turn-based tactical mecha 
right? Um, I think that's gonna be really good. Iron Harvest is an RTS as well that I'll definitely check out. Um, Cyberpunk, I will end up getting it. Now everybody's gonna be getting it. So the real question, uh, or real question I have um, for myself is, as a streamer, how do you build your channel when and if you stream a game and it's very competitive or and or you're low on the totem pole and this is a very important thing for any streamer out there that's uh and and i know this for a fact if you go to a game like uh warfare and we go there right now and we have 34 people watching no one will ever find the channel and it's very important for you to recognize that twitch is not going to do anything for you and it's not luck on how you grow uh, you know, um, yes, there are streamers that started in 2012, like ourselves, and they've grown, right? But they put in the work and the effort. It's very, very rare that just someone, anyways. You have to find games that fit around the number of viewers that you have and where you can place, generally speaking, within the top five to top 10, right? Now, I'm not saying you go and play games that you don't like. What I'm saying is you find games that you like that have that sort of demographic and then that way people can discover you for you. And I would also highly recommend, don't be a one time only trick pony gamer, uh, streamer, be a variety gamer, be a variety streamer. That being said, MWO was definitely our ticket, right? Like, so there is, in my opinion, places for a streamer, even ourselves to grow in niche communities. You just have to realize those communities may not be as interested in other titles now again i'm very fortunate i think a lot of you guys have uh, thrown your support at me and said you play whatever you want i will be there and that's fantastic but that may not be the case in every community so um where what's the key the key for me in my opinion is to find those niches play games though that i don't really care if i have large viewership though i.e we played halo did we have a large viewership? No, but funny enough, when we were streaming, we were third in the overall like Halo 3. So that's important. So people can find you. Uh, the other thing is to create YouTube content because YouTube content is searchable and easy to find. And how many of you guys go to YouTube, you Google or you YouTube something, I don't know, uh, MWO builds and you're down the rabbit hole and you've seen beef videos and bear duel and NGNG and whoever, you know, builds that doesn't happen on Twitch. So that's what I need to uh, refocus on. Um, and that's something that I'm trying to wrap my head around because I've only created basically MechWare Online Battletech content, which for MechWare Online is pretty much matched match or build and match. Right? And Battletech is, here's prior to the match, what I did, and then here is the match. I've never really created outside content outside of that. So what I'm trying to do is, and what I may end up doing, is creating content for MechWare Online, MechWare 5, Battletech, and get it to where I'm on that schedule again, because I did it for a month to test to see how many uh, views and how much work and effort goes into that. And then what I might do is just start easing in stuff. 
right? So you guys are getting the content that you want on YouTube and it's bringing new people in. And surprisingly, when I did that, we had a lot of new subscribers to YouTube. We had a lot of people show up to Twitch. So there is a correlation between someone finding you on YouTube and then coming to your Twitch channel and potentially supporting you, whether it's a viewer, whether it's a subscriber, whether it's a Patreon, uh, whatever. So. Uh, Dadachi, that's a long way of basically saying the YouTube department, I think, is in a very important role to play in a piece. And I haven't got that puzzle piece figured out. But as far as games, I think we're, you know, I've got a good idea of, of what I want to do. But the reality of it is, as far as new titles, I'm discovering being a gamer. You know, I know that sounds funny, maybe weird, because because I just, I, I've been so stuck in MechWarrior Battletech for so long which isn't a bad thing. Like I said, it just, it is what it is, right? Um, all right, so that was a very long-winded, but thank you for the question. Um, do you think there will be a decent, and this is Tiberius, do you think there will be a decent MechWarrior 5 discussion or will the focus center mostly on MWO? Are, are you talking about tonight? Uh, that's up to you guys. You ask questions. I, I'm here to talk about whatever you want, man. Uh, and I'm gonna, of course, interject and throw in my own stuff here, there, but um, yeah. Um, the real question is how big are you going to customize the doing <laughs> the tongue and the cyberpunk? I'm going to be realistic. All right. I'm a hobbit. It is what it is. It's like, you know, um, Akami says, as I've said, as long as you're having fun and we will probably enjoy what you, uh, what you stream. Yeah. And that's, that's the case for some, but that's not the case for all. Um, Halo three today, you know, we had a hundred plus people for MWO for the past few days. I stream Halo 3, and I think we topped out at like 44. And again, I'm not concerned with that because I want to experience that that storyline and that campaign. But that is something that I definitely pay attention to. I stream a game and 10 people show up and it's, you know, prime time. That's possibly something that I shouldn't focus on. Or if I really enjoy the game, I do focus on it and I build YouTube content to bring more people. So there's that. Um, Tabir says, even when you're hunting for a good variety game uh, to play or be recommended, do you have preference? 12 hour story games, roguelike, replayables, long tail, open world, thing about. So I don't think going hardcore, like Witcher 3 that we were playing way, way back when, and this was like when I did my other channel, I don't think Witcher is a good uh, game to stream. One, it's way too long. Two, so many people have already played it and they have no interest in watching. Games that have been really uh, opposite of that though is stuff like Halo, is stuff like Space Space Marine, um, Jedi, Fallen Order, because they're not that long. I mean, the most we were talking about was 20 or let's just say uh, 20 hours or whatever. I think the five to 20 hours is a good sweet spot for the channel, in my opinion. Now that may change, of course, but I, I, I feel like that's the case, especially when it's it's good content. I mean, Mass Effect is a good example. I was enjoying Mass Effect, the story, but Mass Effect 1, unfortunately, in my opinion, that just gameplay wasn't there for me. So it was basically like run around and read these stories and interactions but the gameplay was a huge letdown as far as like combat. Now, I know Mass Effect 2 and 3 get better, so maybe we'll go back there. So I guess that's my example, yeah. 
Um, Mass Effect is a great game, but it's long, especially if you're doing... Yeah, and I was doing the side quest because it's important, right? Like, you want to you wanna do all the little things, right? So if you guys have questions about MWO or uh, Mech 5, feel free to ask. I want to talk about what you guys want to talk about, and that's what we're here for. Um, as far as Mech 5 right now, there's some really cool mods going on behind the scenes. Um, there... Of course, we're working on Mech Commander. Um, we're very close. We're uh, why Yrot has hit sort of some some little bit of slowdowns, and it's mainly to getting the Mason or the player controller at this point to react. Uh, basically, it has to do with the file. Anyways, we've got one main hurdle left to where we could basically release it. So. I also know that there's people working on, and I need to reach out to the individual who's working on importing new mechs and working on new mechs. Um, and this, so this is for mech five, which is a really cool thing. So what I need to do is I need to reach out to that said individual. Um, I started a conversation with them yesterday, but I just, I didn't get to it and document the process and then get that to uh, a video format or at least a wiki or something so that other people can replicate it because in my opinion, I don't think you need the level of detail that PGI is going into. And I also feel like it's not the right direction. And what I mean by that is the state of damage and damage modeling that they've done. I, you know, a good example I have is sort of like the image behind me and the, the image of the the Battletech Kickstarter mechs where there's like pockets and like you could see laser burns or but there's there's actual impact damages and stuff and it looks that's how I feel like damage modeling should be um, I, I think they went a little bit too far with the like where you could see through and and it's got this weird internal structure I think it's over I don't think we need it and especially from modders I don't think you need it. I think if you do a cool damage texture that'll work um, but uh, yeah, if we can get that in, we can bring in other mechs from um, MWO. They can also bring in customized mechs, uh, customized vehicles. I'm just, I need to uh, reach out. Unfortunately, there's no documentation everywhere. So people are having to like reverse engineer it. So uh, there's that. Uh, Deadwing asks, do you think we'll get clans on MechWarrior 5, either officially or third party? Yes, hands down. Yes. I Do I think it's going to be official? Let's ask that first uh, yeah yeah I I think it would be um, I think it would be a mistake on PGI's part not to tap into that now keep in mind when they start there they had job positions that had like you know character modeler and stuff like that right they had they had positions I'll even check right now um, they had career spots open for those, and unless they filled them, um, yeah, level. So they have a software engineer, gameplay generalist, level two, de uh, level designer to producer to senior 3D environment artist and UI UI uh, UX specialist. So, in my opinion, we will get them. Oh man, the real question is: Are we going to get them from? the community before we do PGI. And that I would probably say yes. 
I think we'll get him modded in before PGI will get him in. What would be an acceptable bare minimum for content with a hypothetical MW2 launch? Do you need the full MW roster at launch? Um, so that's actually a, that's a good, that's a good topic because that's assuming the next iteration that they do, if it's online is exactly a free to play title, like they've already done. Right. So they could drastically change it up. So it doesn't even feel like, or look like the you know, the customization could be different. I mean, and that's sort of like what mech five could have been, you know, to some extent. I mean, it is the mech labs drastically different, not in the right way, in my opinion. Um, but gameplay and, and so I think from a, from a, from an outside perspective, everyone just says MW 2.0 and you're thinking free to play title, what we currently have and you buy Mac packs and stuff like that. I, I think the market's changed. I don't think you would do MWO like you did it before. I mean, I all other free-to-play titles, I mean, Fortnite, you name it, are what they do is skins, right? And cosmetic items. So, but that's really tough with mechs considering, um, you know, if it changes the shape of them, you know, uh, does that affect the hitboxes? A very real thing could be them not doing another online title that could very well be a thing do i think that's going to be the case no i think if we were i mean so we do know that they were launching on steam in december and also probably gog right so that means they're branching getting ready for steam launch we also know that they're launching the dlc we don't have a date on that but i wouldn't be surprised again i called september i don't know if that's true but i think it'll be before the december launch um, and by the way, a steam launch is like it being a new game. Anyway, it'll be in better position because it's had patches. It's going to have extra game mode artillery. And we're really hoping may with the quest system and the quirk system that they're adding again, we don't really know all the details, but them launching on steam is like a new game. Now that all, uh, that all sounds good, but unless the repetitive nature has been knocked back a bit, I think you're going to see the same sort of reviews that you had uh, with MW-Mech5's launch, right? Right. Because unless they're updating Fahad and Rihanna and that story, as far as not the storyline, not the, you know, spoiler alert, you're betrayed and all that, blah, blah, blah. But how they present it to the player the models need update like the character models are really bad um how you tell that story the the voice i don't think they're going back to fix all that so new players come steam launch dlc if if career mode allows you to skip that stuff and you don't have to even worry about the campaign or maybe it's secondary i don't know but yeah, we just don't know. So um, what would be a bare minimum content? I think to me, oh man, um, I haven't even really put a lot of thought into it because I think that depends on if they were to do another game or not. And I think the game just needs a lot of imagination and love poured into it 
Um, take what was take what works from MWO. I think it was a mistake doing faction play. I think it was a mistake doing uh, Solaris. Learn from those mistakes, and then you know fix them, right? So if you're going to do a and that's why I don't know if they're going to do a, another online segment. It would make sense. They have a five-year contract extension, right? So that, by the way, they had the contract till end of 2020. So that means they're going to have the license till 2025. So we will obviously see another DLC in 2021 announcement. But one thing that I think we have to be understandable about too, and... Again, this is no defense of, of uh, maybe content coming out slower, but this is a reality. COVID and everything going on with the world, uh, the economy, them working at home will slow down production and unless they can find a pipeline that's just uber smooth. So uh, we know that they're going to do another DLC. And then what we don't know is, clan, is that going to be a clan DLC? Or is that going to be a storyline? Is that just going to be more game modes is that what is that we don't know we don't even know what's going on uh i mean they've been extensive with what's coming with the dlc per se but they haven't got into the weeds with it we don't know every detail about it so what we're really hoping is like ai gets fixed the spawning gets fixed right i'm really excited by the way for um infantry and the new game mode for a few reasons one artillery in sort of that system we can use it for our mech commander mod and infantry we can use for mech commander as well um so there's that uh, but yes i agree with you cag they need a good story if they're gonna stick with single player not only do they need a good story though because the story is fine in mech 5 it was written by randall bills by the way as far as my understanding it's the fact of it's not the story that's what you're talking about it's the storytelling how do you present that on a on a computer screen to where audit audio and visual comes into your, your eyeballs and your ears and it fits Hairbrain schemes did a fantastic job with that in my opinion hit it out of the box comparatively to mech 5 when i watch that the intro tutorial segment when i do that it's it's so cringy it's so cringy another thing too is like making you feel like you've you uh like live in the universe right like we've always wanted that and i still feel like that is that's missed right very good questions by the way in discussion keep them rolling i do appreciate it i've got a uh some my uh, some peach whiskey here um, I do. Okay. So another thing we were talking about, and this is actually sort of exciting. Um, and CAG, you're here. Cause I, I was going to message you about this because I know you showed some type of interest. I think come whenever COVID and this, all this craziness winds down, I think it'd be awesome to do a, another Metcon, but not a PGI Metcon. And I say Metcon, whether it's Battletech Con or whatever, um, and I think I'm going to try to organize it. Um, I I think that would be fantastic. I think it, I would let everyone know a year ahead. Like, here, this is where it's going to be. 
you know, these are hotels and stuff, accommodations. Um, I think it'd be really cool to do like a, uh, you know, Friday through Sunday or whatever like that. Um, and it would be here in North Carolina. Um, as far as right now, because I live here, um, at least in the Raleigh area. And then if I were to move, I'll let everybody know, of course. But um, I think I'll start trying to organize that and, and get things locked down. Um, and if it requires financial, um, like for instance, to like uh, maybe you have to pre um, prepay or something like that, um, I'll start getting things organized and we can go from there. But uh, just to let everybody know, I think that would be really cool doing another convention or even maybe just, just sort of, I don't know if I want to do a backpedaling or like backpacking off of a different convention. I think it'd be cool just to say, hey, from this Friday through Sunday, we're going to have, uh, you go to this place, there's food, there's alcohol that you can, you know, all that. Um, you know, you, we've got tabletop there. Maybe we look at sponsors getting some uh, computers so people can play games and stuff like that. Invite Catalyst out, invite PGI, invite HPS, stuff like that. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that would be cool, but obviously it would just be a, uh, a convention, right? At that time, a Battletech convention. So I think that would be really cool. Um, yeah. I think that'd be, I think that'd be fun. I think there'd be a lot of interest. I mean, there was, like I said, there was last time in Metcon. I mean, we had over a thousand people, I think there. Granted, we had employees and stuff like that too. So, um, yeah, we'll do, we'll do CAG. Yeah, no, this isn't Jim Bean. This is, uh, this is the bird dog. Mm -mm. No, they didn't do a Metcon in 2019. They did a um, MechWary 5 launch party. It was like the 19th, 20th, or 20, 21st, I think, December 21st. Um, I wasn't able to go. Um, I was invited, but um, they wouldn't pay for a plane ticket or, you know, hotel or anything like that, so I didn't press it. Um, so... Yep. And then on top of that, um, it's 21st. I'm around family and stuff. That's way too late. Um, but I'm, to be honest, if I'm honest with you, I'm glad I didn't go. I was not really interested in going. So, and then we came back from that January and then uh, our contract ended. So it didn't really, it was sort of fitting, right? But uh, yeah. Yeah, guys, this is community questions night. Um, I'm taking questions directly from you in chat and or Discord. If anybody would like to join me on Discord and uh, ask a question, maybe have a discussion, feel free to hop on um, and head to the ready room. I'll drag you up, have a discussion. Uh, keep in mind, please make sure you have, uh, you know, good mic and you're, I can hear you and understand you and stuff like that. No screaming babies in the background. We love babies, just not screaming ones. Um, but yeah, keep the questions coming. It can be about Mech Warrior. It can be about gaming. Um, it can be about um, stuff like Didachi brought up with me and, and growing this channel and so forth. Um, Didachi, I, th I think I'd like to expand on sort of your your topic as well as like um, you know my goal. What are my goals for the channel? What do goals mean? Um, you know, so if you guys don't mind me jumping in that, 
you know, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a ride, you know, like one of the things that, um, when, when our contract ended with PGI in, in January, it was January 7th, by the way, 9th, 7th, 9th, I think it was 7th, um, you know, it sort of came as a shock, to be honest, not that, and let me back for a backpedal here, me and the wife started talking about in, in June of 2019 that our contract may not be extended. And the reason I felt that way is just how the vibe was, right? And so we made the dis decision, hey, if you to lose your job, where are we financially? And so we decided to like get our house ready and all that, blah, blah, blah. We knew it was a, it was a potential potential but what was weird is is come and i guess it's not weird but december when that party hap happened darren went and he got good vibes and darren you know i remember uh i called him uh the next day uh he was having uh breakfast with his family and, and russ and his family and he he felt dude we're good everything's still good um come January, come two weeks from that though, after the holiday and new year, that wasn't the case. So the reason I bring this up is we knew it was a potential uh, thing for happening, but then after that uh, December launch party, Darren, uh, you know, had basically said, you know, hey, I feel like we're really good. He was up there hanging out, blah, blah, blah. So when it happened, one of the things that I did is I said, you know, I think it's time for me to branch out and do my own thing. And, you know, what does that look like? What do I picture? And, you know, one of the things I said, you know, to my wife was, um, and this is why I created, for those that weren't around back then, um, hey, Harbinger, thanks for the raid. Um, one of the things that I talked about was when that happened, I started my own Twitch channel, but, obviously that's not ideal ideally i would have kept what you know i'd i'd helped grow uh and that was this channel and, and youtube and and that's eventually what happened so come march you know so as far as my goals my goals are um i think at the end of the day like i said to you know can i make doing this um a career and so usually when i talk to people about this and I've talked to stream about this quite a bit. Um, what does that mean? Like, if you were to say, okay, Phil, you know, like, what does career mean? It, for me, it would be uh, creating a uh, entertainment and content that you guys find entertaining, that you come here every single day, that you enjoy what I do via streams or YouTube content, and there's value there. So what is the value? Really, at the end of the day, the value is the same as anything out there, which is you guys showing it showing uh showing up uh whether it's through subs or whether it's through donations or cheers or uh youtube views or um comments or hopping on discord or participating in events and so forth and so on sort of what's going on right now so when i look at when i say can i make this into a career it's outside of the fact of i know you know we no longer get paid from pgi since january so can i be able to pay bills can i be able to if my wife loses her job are we okay so forth and that that's another question uh or circumstance so 
my first goal is can I make a career out of here? So I guess the first thing is can I pay our bills? Can I cover our rent? Can I cover our, our medical insurance? Can I cover our stuff like that? So that's the first goal um, that I look at as from a financial. And are we growing? Um, and that sort of leads into one of the, the questions of, you know, where does uh, MWO sort of fall into this? Well, it's to no surprise when I stream MWO, we tend to get a lot of viewership and compared to uh, other titles where we don't. And that's not surprising, right? Everybody that's known me and and f is since I started streaming has been from this community. It's no surprise, right? So um, again, going back to that's where I had to mentally readjust and realize there's a lot of people out there that want to support you. There's a lot of people that want to see you play the game. Can you find a way to where, you, and again, I did. So um, yeah, so that's one of my goals uh, is to be able to get to that point. A um, little bit of a update too, for those that may not know, my wife is last day at her job is tomorrow because of COVID, unfortunately. But the good news, she just had an interview today. Um, it's only for a contract, one year job, but uh, and when I say only, it's because, and I don't mean that like underhanded, it's more of, we were really hoping she could get a career job that gives benefits like vacation and medical. Um, right now we have to pay medical for her. Luckily, I'm very fortunate. Uh, my medical is through the VA, so I don't have to pay anything per month. Um, and if I do have to go to the VA and have anything happen, it's at a very low cost or if not free, depending um so i'm very fortunate to that so um yeah um all right tabir says i've heard about the contract but i started following after it ended what actually was it uh tabiris we 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 donned a lot of hats for what we did um some people would say we were community managers some people would say we were marketing pr some people would say uh, we were um, a combination of all of it. Um, I'd like to think that a community representative, community manager, PR, mar it, it all sort of fits. But basically we interacted with you guys. We interacted with um, newer streamers that came in as far as if a new streamer came in, Darren and I would watch them, not veto them per se, or vet them, sorry, not veto, vet them. Um, if they're a good person, do they need help? Um, what about giveaways, stuff like that? Um, me, I was helping, especially early on. Um, I did all the quirks. I did all the quirks until Chris took over on that. So I was the one, um, and at the time, no one knew of this. There was some people behind the scenes that knew, but um, I did all the quirks. So like all of the funny stuff that happened in the past where like the quick draw had like a thousand cooldown. That was my mistake because of a decimal place. Um, <laughs> um, but like Thunderbolt 5SS or, I mean, you name all the stuff that was like crazy. I would say sometimes fun, but sometimes it was definitely a swung balance back and forth. I did that. So I was really busy with that. I streamed. Um, I kept my ear to the ground, if you will. When there was stuff that would happen in the community, I would bring it up internally it didn't always mean that it would get action, but I brought it up. Um, I tried listening to um, 
a lot of the concerns with the community. All that being said, I definitely grew because we made a lot of mistakes early on just because again, we'd never been in that sort of limelight. Um, but we definitely learned a lot. Um, to the end, you, it was, it was, and keep in mind, I loved what I did and it was a great opportunity. And if Russ is listening to this or anybody at PGI, I, I loved working for you guys. It was fantastic. I, you know, the last two years was very frustrating. Um, especially having, being as passionate as I am about the game and then seeing the lack of, um, uh, of love given to the game. It was very frustrating, especially in uh, behind the scenes when all of the development time was going to Mech 5 and you could I could just see the resources being pulled from MWO. That was very, for me at least, um, it was it was tough to deal with and emotionally draining, especially like you stream every single day, people come to your chat and they're expecting answers. And for people that come here every single day, you heard me talk a lot about issues and then sometimes a patch would come out and it was about stuff I was talking about. I tried to drop hints about stuff or, or I tried to talk about certain subjects that maybe there might be a change or stuff. Like I tried doing as best as I could within the confines. And does that mean I wasn't able to say certain things? Yes, hands down. Um, but anyways, that that whole thing, uh, Tiberius, was it was a great experience and being a positive influence and a positive community uh, uh, sort of central point, which of course some would say is white knighting, whatever. I just, it is what it is. You can't please some people. Um, uh, you know, if you want to focus on negative, that's on you. It's just, it's not my thing. Um, so yeah, that's what we did. Um, from community management, PR, marketing, um, uh, it, you know, and then, you know, for events and stuff, for the Metcons, we were there, we were working, which sucks. It sucks working because, and this is why I say it sucks, because I missed out on Metcon too. Like, yeah, we had really good, like being behind the scenes and being part of a development and, and all that is great. It's cool. But man, you do miss out being just a fan. So there is that, um, you know? And it's sometimes it's weird because like, like wow we we did that we were there or we participated or you know so it's it's a really cool uh, thing looking back so yeah yeah you loved uh the pre-nerf quirks on the yeah now to be fair i wanted to reduce and and get rid of a lot of quirks but what i the 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 reasoning i wanted to do that is because i felt balance was off but here's the kicker uh, me and Chris agreed on a lot of things, even when it come, came to that. The problem is there weren't we weren't allowed to do anything because there wasn't enough resources. They didn't have engineers because everybody was full steam on Mac 5. So even if you we wanted something to happen, just it wasn't we, we couldn't do it. Um, and that happens. You know, it is what it is. It's one of those. Like I said, it is what it is. It's out of my control, but it definitely added to my frustration. Um, and I'm glad I don't have to worry about that anymore. But also, I, you know, recognize that um, they had other stuff going on. So, you know. The 5SS, thank you for allowing to shine. Yeah, it, some of the stuff did get out of control. And like I said, one of the reasons why I wanted to pull back a lot of the quirks I wanted to 
was because I wanted to see where the base uh, balance was. Like, remove quirks from IS mechs and clan mechs. Where do things fall? Um, I still feel that way. Obviously, it's not going to happen. But I always wanted to sort of see, then you make changes. But even if you talk about uh, balance between engines or balance between, uh, you know, weapon systems or balance between heat systems, um, damage transfer is another big one. All of these things would require... Um, were the host state... No, those weren't. Mm -mm. That was Chris. Yeah. Um, that was a... I was there for it, but it was one of those where it was a... <laughs> I was for getting rid of Quirk, uh, the, the Goss-PPC combination, but I also recognized it inadvertently helped clan mechs more than it did uh, IS mechs. But the issue was, anytime we went down the rabbit hole of discussing how to fix it, we couldn't because we didn't have the resources, i.e. engineer time, to be able to do anything about. Does that make sense, Cyrus? So it really, you know, like I said, for that two years, two, you know, me and Chris would have, I mean, Darren used to get annoyed because like he would hop on and me and Chris would just be talking balance. Um, then we just go in circles because it was like, oh, God dang it. Like we just couldn't do anything. So, you know, you could have, you could have all the design there, send it off and it'd just be like, well, we don't really have time. So, you know. And officially, uh, I'm going to get yelled at for this by all my whiskey drinkers out there. This is not a whiskey uh, cup, but uh, it is what it is, I guess. I got some on my wish list, so maybe someone will hook me up there. I don't know. <laughs> um, I've done a, uh, I've done dev for runoff clients, so I understand the just do enough to keep the lights on demand. Yeah, and and that's how it feels with MWO, and and that's that's what's weird. Um, drink from the bottle. That's what's weird is I understand that, you know. Hello, Phil. I am here with you. Then you've got this guy. Look at this guy. Thank you, Hobo. We're in the middle of a podcast, Hobo. You just taking over? Is that what you're doing? Chat. Introduce Hobo. Hobo. This is the world. Thank you, Hobo. Much appreciated. Thank you for the 5,000 bits, sir. Dropping it like it's hot. Much appreciated. Um... But that's what's weird is like on one hand, I understand where PGI is coming from and not doing anything with MWO. On the other hand, I also am like, but there's so low hanging fruit that you could do with MWO to where things would be a lot better. But, and my my reasons for those, if you're wondering what, you know, like, I don't know if it makes sense for them to work on two separate products, two separate engines. They're full steam ahead on the DLC that they're currently on and they're going to release. They're full steam ahead on a Steam launch and GOG launch, whatever else platform they're going to be on. They're going to be working, uh, obviously, on another DLC afterwards. And then possibly another DLC or big DLC or as, you know, like, who knows, you know? So, does it make sense if the majority of their, you know, workforce... And then what if Rust drops at the end of 2021... 
hey, we're coming out with another online, you know, expansion or we're doing MechWare Online 2.0, but it's a completely different experience. I don't know. I mean, they have the, I, I, this is what I think, guys. They have the license till 2025. I don't think it's crazy. And knowing Russ, Russ is going to drop a bombshell on the community. That's what I think is going to happen. Do I know what that is? No. Could it be another uh, online or MechWare 5 online or, or MechWare 6 or MW 2.0? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. But I also know that he admitted um, that the story wasn't their strong suit. So but I think storytelling. So I think if they were to do anything in that regards, it's to, to improve that. And they got a character art. They were hiring a character artist. Thank you. Um, maybe they didn't have, maybe they just had hard mod. I, I would just, it's hard to believe that nobody, even like Mark Nicholson looking at you, Mark, couldn't do a, a character, like a 3d model. They had to, I mean, they have to be able to maybe, I don't know. Maybe there's just really good mech, modelers and they can't do uh organic modeling i don't know um but uh yeah there's that so uh battle tech online would be cool but yeah but what does that look like you know what is that what is that that's a good question all right um again this is community questions you guys ask me questions what do you guys think uh and it doesn't have to be uh mechware battle tech related but if it is let's go ahead and go from there but yeah, just like to say welcome again. Thank you, uh, Hobo, for the support. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you guys. Uh, possibly try to bring MWO into the current Battletech timeline. Oof. My, my big thing is just like the gameplay, imagination. Like what is it to, you know, like... Do we just want another just shooter online or do we do you, are you wanting something more in depth? I think there's a, I think in my opinion, there's a lot of people that just want to play online, you know, like there is a large percentage that I think has no interest in mech five and especially in its current state, you know? So, you know, like I can appreciate what they were trying to do with uh, you know, very lack of customization. I think it was the wrong thing. Um, you know, I think I think one of the, the problems is like battle mech scale, the idea that what's it like to actually live in the universe? What is that like, you know? Um, Simple stuff like revising their pricing on the uh, web store. Well, old mechs may not be old to newer players. That's what's always weird about. And you know, to be fair, the marketing, uh, the the not the marketing model, but the their model for making income in the game as far as sales of mechs wasn't a problem i think until the clans and then it sort of it sort of exacerbated but we, i mean back before we had the whole you know had to have three of one chassis um we started to get chassis bloat and and variant bloat now imagine if they did mwo 2.0 
but instead of packs, you got individual mechs and variant, right? Like they released a, you know, AS7D and that's it, right? Instead of having six victors, they bring in, you know, the 9S and like, that's it, right? If they were to do that and really make the model and like the, like one thing that I, oh, I always felt was very uh, lackluster was the individual mech paint jobs. How many of you guys would have paid for like almost like hero level paint jobs? I think a lot of people would like having a Yenlo Wang, you know, or that style, like a, like a freaking rocking, you know, cool, uh, camo pattern, but also unique geometry that fit inside the, uh, hitbox. Like, didn't change in generally the outward shape, sort of like the, uh, a seven, um, or the Atlas, the S where it has a different skull. I feel like that was a huge, huge missed opportunity. And instead what we got was we got this sort of blanket, like here's these, you know, the, the normal, uh, camo patterns and stuff like that. You know, I think it would have been smart just to do individual and then store like skins off, um, all basically all the free to play Warframe, Fortnite, you name it. If they would have done that for, uh, or do that for uh, a second MW 2.0, right? and we don't even know if it would be called MW 2.0, you know, I don't know. Yep, they could do a, a season pass nowadays. That's a normal thing for free to plays. That's evolved, you know, where all mechs are available, but like certain skins aren't, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think there's a lot uh, to be said about that. So yeah. Um, but anyways, moving forward, just a, just a heads up, by the way, we do have to give, um, uh, someone a shout out, even though he, he totally dumped us. Darren was supposed to be on tonight's podcast. So he yesterday bailed on us for a puppy. That's excusable. We're okay with that. Glad you rescued a pupper. Good to go. So we rescheduled for tonight, but do you know what he was doing tonight? Do you know what he bailed on us for tonight? To go look at a boat. So I'm not mad. I'm just... better it better work out no actually i'm really excited for him he's 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 gone down that boat life dream and if he gets it i'm happy for him does the boat have ppcs or large lasers don't think it has either or don't think it has either or so because he's not here, like say cheers to Darren. Glad you uh, got a pupper and I hope that boat works out. And we're going to have a podcast one of these days. But whenever I ask you, because now you're on my watch, 
So, when I feel like it, how about that? Ball's in my court, buddy. <laughs> That's right. Does Darren's puppy have a beard? Matter of fact, his beard is a puppy. That's why you've always wanted to play with it this entire time. Can't confirm. Yep, yep. It makes total sense now, doesn't it? Um, but yeah, so he's he's looking at that. Um, so what about what about me and the wife? We talked about container homes, so forth and so on. Right now, we're sort of in a weird spot because we have this rental. Our uh, lease ends February 17th. We have to give them two months notice. Okay, good to go. Um, I don't know if I feel comfortable enough, even if she gets like a, this contract job for a year, which potentially could extend or whatever, but I don't know if I feel comfortable enough to get a house which would leave her potentially, you know, we'd, we'd have the house, let's just say she lost that contract for another two, you know, like, I don't know if I feel comfortable getting a house with her just on a contract position without any type of guarantee. Like, um, so right now we have no debt. Okay. That's not true. I still owe a little bit on carpet, but it was 0% down. And I figured why not? Um, there was a carpet in our old house. I have the money to pay it off. There's just no point. Um, so there's that. But we have no debt. So what we're trying to do is, and this is this is why it's so important for me to, you know, um, again, make this a career, is so that um, we're able to put money aside right now to, for a down payment. So I don't know, um, you know, what the future holds. I, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to be looking here in the Raleigh area. Um, I don't know if we're going to be looking near Charlotte. Um, I just don't know. So, um, I will keep you guys updated right now though. Um, I'm just doing the best to, if I, uh, you know, put money in savings every month, put money in savings and hopefully she cross her fingers. Hopefully she's able to get this contract job just for maybe a, um, a bit and then go from there. Yeah. I mean, I, I told her, I was like, look, I can go anywhere. I was like, I just need good internet. If you want to move up to the mountains, if you want, wherever you find a job, do you want to go towards Greensboro, Tennessee, Virginia, South Carolina? I was like, we can go anywhere. Um, it's really, it's up to her. So she's, uh, she's an amazing worker. She's got a great resume. Um, so if anybody's listening and you're looking for like a level two or three admin, like a, someone with like eight plus years of experience is super go get them. We'll learn any software you toss at her. Let me know. Send me a message. If you got an application, we can put it in. Um, but uh, yeah, it'd be great for her to get medical insurance. It'd be great for her to get paid vacation, to get a 401k, right? Like those are things that she's been a contract worker now for eight years. Ah, you know. I'm, I'm already, I'm already self-employed. It doesn't help things, right? You know, if I don't, if I don't stream, right? If I don't get, uh, hoboed, uh, I don't make any money, right? So, uh, she's not a fan of the cold. Uh, we don't mind cold actually. We met in, um, Canadian Cyrus. The big thing is just move. We can't move away from her family. You know, her, her grandparents are up in Ohio. They're in their eighties. 
Um, we go and we, we spend Thanksgiving with them. Um, so it's, it's, and her parents here in North Carolina, they're actually down uh, near the beach. So Raleigh or Charlotte's a good area because it's only like a three hour drive to go and visit them or them to visit us. Right. So, um, yeah, but, uh, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. So they moved to Sweden. Is that right? So yeah, she, uh, I'll, I'll give you guys more update. Um, I'm going to try to do a podcast per month like this. I think it'd be really fun. I'll probably let you guys know ahead of time. Um, and we can just go from there and that sound good. We can just, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. As far as the market and stuff. Yeah. That's what, that's what we're thinking as well too. Um, is the market may be con well the economy is wasn't good before corona now with all of this going on um right the the interest rates are uber low it's like in the twos guys in the twos uh like i said though we our lease ends february so even if we were to um look at getting a house start looking we would have to look in october because it always takes them like you generally don't find a house for like a month. Let's just say you find a house and it's November. We would have to give a two month, two month anyways in December. So it's just, it's one of those things where, um, yeah, my neighbor is selling. So, um, we will see if we have to live here a little bit longer and month to month or whatever, we'll do what we need to do. Um, but, you know, this is, I mean, our, our rent here is more expensive than what we would pay for, um, a house this size. Right. So yeah, no, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it, it's true. So, but, uh, yeah, I'm crossing my fingers. I mean, you guys in the support. So if you're listening to this, you guys just listening, showing up to, um, the Twitch streams again, that's where we're all, uh, where we're at right now. And I'll continue to do these podcasts. If, if anything, if we don't have a guest, it'll just be me hanging out with you guys. Does that sound good? I think that sounds like a plan. Um, and yeah, just want to say thank you again for, uh, the patron support. By the way, I did, uh, bring up some of my patrons. Um, I brought this up to them and I just want to let you guys know, uh, I think we're going to check out doing, um, what's called watch parties on Twitch. So if you have Amazon Prime, and you don't have to be a sub here, it just means you have Amazon Prime and it's linked to your Twitch account, we can do what's called watch parties. So watch parties is sort of like what we're doing right now, but instead of us being right here, it would be the movie, and where chat is, I would my face would be above chat and you could hear me talk. So we would watch movies or shows like Vikings. I wanna watch Vikings. I've seen like seasons one through three, but I haven't seen the rest. So that would be something we could watch together and stuff like that. Um, but it would be up to my patrons to vote for that. Um, we've, we've had a few more patrons uh, this month. So I just want to say thank you again for heading over there, supporting me that way. Uh, thank you, got the boys season two, right? Oof. Um, I haven't even finished season one. I'm really close to the end, I think. I think I have like one episode left, but I haven't seen it in so long. I may want to go back. I don't know. Um, yeah, if you guys uh, enjoy uh, the content, uh, the question I have for you is, what is my content worth to you? Uh, consider becoming a sub. 
uh, be, can consider becoming a patron, stopping by. Maybe you can't financially, economically, the world's crazy right now. Totally understand. Um, and if that's the case, do not apologize ever. I never like apologies like, hey, Phil, I can't, I don't, you're fine. Uh, there are people um, that can and just want to say thank you. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Um, we've had a good discussion. Nothing crazy here. I'm going to get Darren on. We're going to have Darren on a podcast. I'll make sure it happens. I was joking. And um, yeah, Tiberius, of course you could. And you are. So thank you. So, um, of course, this podcast is supported by viewers like you. Please consider supporting me in a variety of ways. Again, sub, check out the patron, check out the, uh, the YouTube channel, all that stuff. By the way, if you haven't joined us on Discord, do so. I'm going to have a link down below. So if you're watching this on YouTube, all you got to do is click, join us. Make sure to look at welcome read first. All you got to do is click on that heart or just say something. We will get you uh, your roles appropriately. Um, Strong Paul says, sorry, Phil, don't move to Canada or else you'd get sorry every two words. All right. Sorry. Um, I'd have to, we'd have to uh, uh, quarantine ourselves for two weeks, right? We have passports, so I guess that would work. No, I'm not moving to Canada. It's crazy, crazy. Um, Could have a time or two ago, like six years ago, but didn't happen. Didn't happen. So there's that. Is that right? Just move in there? No, I'm good, man. I want this. I want myself and this channel to be 100% supported by my viewership. Um, if I get sponsors, it'll be through companies that I 100% believe in. I'm going to look out to some veteran uh, companies, send out some emails, see if they're interested in that. Uh, stuff like coffee or if it has to do with like uh, stuff that I'm into, uh, outdoors, sportsman stuff. Um, I'm going to look uh, at that. Um, if, if I have any, I will let you guys know. I'll be very, very open about it. Um, but it won't be anything. I don't want any. There's no. Um, if I do any type of sponsored gameplay, um, I talked about this actually on uh, Discord. Um, for instance, Stream Elements has a sponsored gameplay thing you play. Uh, let me, uh, it is for Raid Shadow Legends. Okay. <laughs> and I'm totally down to do those type of things. But I will be very open when I do them. Obviously, you have to with FTC and stuff. So, like, if I do one, I will let you guys know ahead of time. Um, so, yeah, I, I hadn't either. Zip zop, bibbidi bop. Um, Everspace 2 is coming out. I'm very interested in that. We played the demo. If one of the devs approached me and was like, hey, we'd love to sponsor a stream and you play it and you know, blah, 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 that I would be totally down. But again, I will be very, very open um, about uh, those relationships. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to, as far as going back uh, a little bit, I think another very important thing about talking about me streaming um, is I've been happy. I've enjoyed streaming again. I've enjoyed gaming again. And I can't put a value on that. 
I want to stress that. Like, I can't, I don't, yeah, I have other stresses, you know, like, am I doing the right thing? You know, like I said, the whole career thing, that's, re, that's reality, right? I can only control what I can control and do my best. But not stressing out because I'm frustrated or I'm upset or anything like that because of the, the game or whatever. That's not the case anymore. I'm happy. I've been enjoying it. And like I said, you can't put a price on that. So there's that. But gentlemen, this is going to be it for podcast 199. Oh, I will be back. We'll do this at least once a month, if not more, depending on the response. So again, if you're new, um, make sure to head over to our Twitch channel. If you're new here at Twitch, make sure to hit that follow button. Check out all the links down below. And of course, like I said, just want to say thank you again for showing up. Hopefully you guys have had a great night. Um, this is a little bit different of a format. If you guys like it, let me know in Twitch chat. Let me know down in the de description below on YouTube or on Discord. Let me know if this is something that you guys want to see uh, more often, whether it's once a, a month or maybe once a week or maybe uh, bi-monthly or something like that to begin with. Whatever it is, let me know your thoughts and feelings. Feelings. And uh, yeah, that's going to be it for me. So... Have a great night. Be safe. I will see you tomorrow for some more Mecha Online action. Sound like a plan? Good night, guys.